sometimes we can get into the habit, perhaps even without noticing, of reading the Bible as if it was a CGI or special effects story. As if something happened back then, and then later somebody added these special effects to kind of add some flourish to the story. And then you have these biblical scholars, historical scholars, whose job it is to kind of go back and separate the real from the special effects and kind of erase the special effects there. And what... (coughs) We need some special effects to cover that up. So the scholar's job is to erase these special effects and what they... I can't do this. I can't... <laughs> they just end up erasing how God is really in the world. <laughs> I gotta get a drink. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart Robb, better known as Mike. And on the Sanctus Forum, we do videos about books and everyday spirituality. I don't say that enough, but I probably should say it a little bit more so that people know what we do here. Last week, I had a video on margin. I'm living a life with a bit more space. And it was a really good video, really good message, important for a lot of people. Um, Go back and check that out if you you didn't see it. Um, It's a... It's a good one. And subscribe if you want to keep in touch with us. It just helps us um, actually find other people who are interested in these kinds of videos. We also have a newsletter, Institute. You can sign up for that. It's called the Almost Monthly Newsletter because I write it and I write it when I have time. I try to write it once a month, but I don't always make that. Today, conspiracy commentaries. Dallas Willard's Divine Conspiracy, a very important book from the end of the 20th century, still read by, I want to say millions, but it's probably more like thousands, and we just do it section by section, and we're on a section now called The New Testament Experience. So let me put a name onto what Dallas has been talking about in this whole chapter, and that is God's imminence. Um, In theology, God's imminence is often paired with God's transcendence, that is, his his life outside of the world, um, before the world, and his imminence is then God's presence and action within the world. And if you've been paying attention, if you've read the chapter before, you'll recognize that that's what Dallas is arguing for. Now, in Dallas's day... um, and it's not too far away from our day, but when he wrote this in the 90s, the um, leading ideology was materialism. That is, everything that exists is just matter. And so everything that doesn't quite look like matter needs to be reinterpreted so that you, in the end, just have half matter. And his idea is that that has infiltrated the church and the thinking of people in schools, seminaries, universities, and that we kind of can get into a materialist habit, even though if asked, we would, of course, say, of course, God exists and the supernatural exists and all of that. And so that's one of the things that he's doing in this. Now, 
Um, I think today materialism is starting to fade, especially in Europe where I am and especially in urban centers in Europe where you're not going to find too many hard-nosed materialists. Most, uh, a lot of people, let's say, are quite interested in um, spiritualities of all kinds, in spiritualism, um, anything from new age to new paganism things to versions of Eastern spirituality. And so this sort of idea that um, God's imminence is this really important message that we have to communicate uh, over and against all these materialists that we have around us is um, um, maybe not so critical now. For a lot of people today, they would be surprised if God wasn't imminent. Imminence is kind of quite in. And this has been the case in other times in history. If you look at 19th century German theology, uh, a lot of those theologians were very interested in imminence. Uh, same with 20th century um, English, Anglican theology, lots of interest in imminence. And it's important to kind of maybe keep Dallas a little bit distinct from those groups because what he's really trying to do is kind of correct a materialist um, infiltration of of Christian thought um, with with a very important teaching about divine imminence. Now he's titled this section um, the New Testament experience and a couple videos ago sections ago we heard about the Old Testament experience and this isn't an experience with the books of the Old Testament this is the experience of the people of God who are distinctly described in the books of the Old Testament and it's the same with the New Testament although there's going to be some differences, and Dallas is going to start to um, explain these. Now, he starts with 1 John 1. Um, basically, God was in Christ, incarnation, right? That's what he's going to start with. And then, after that first paragraph, he, he puts thus. And I have been puzzling about that thus. Clearly, he wants to connect the previous paragraph to the next paragraph. Perhaps it's just sort of literary. You just want to not have hard cuts. But um, what you have after this thus is a fairly condensed but cumulative picture of Jesus, starting with Jesus as a kind of wonder worker preacher, um, all the way up to him being a kind of supernatural being and angels coming in and working with the church. And it's all one sentence, if you didn't notice. So here's, here's actually the core of the sentence. Thus, all of these experiences of Jesus gave the early church the strongest possible impression of the reality and immediate presence of the kingdom of Christ. And that phrase there also captured me, the thus and the kingdom of Christ. It, it's really um, um, not typical language for Dallas Willard. You know, I thought we were talking about the kingdom of God. I thought we were talking about God's presence. And all of a sudden, he's talking about the kingdom of Christ. And, and what's going on there? Well, what's going on there is that God and his kingdom can now be found in the experience of Christ, of Jesus, and his sphere of activity. That there has been a process by which people who perhaps only knew of God and the kingdom of God can now 
find and meet that God, that kingdom of God in Christ and the experience of him and the experience of his activity, what he's doing. The kingdom of Christ is a doorway to the kingdom of God. And that is what Dallas Willard means by incarnation. Now, this may not be a very um, <clears throat> theologically precise understanding, but um, Dallas thinks that incarnation means just that. And what you have, this is the meaning of the thus, what you have is all of these cumulative experiences of Jesus add up to 1 John 1, where John can say that he and others um, <clears throat> had known the very source of life, which was from the beginning of everything. So from his point of view, God can be found through Jesus, through Christ, who isn't even around anymore. He, in, in the sense that he was when he was um, walking around with John, um, he has moved into the heavens where uh, God for the people of Israel had, had always been. Well, if you're interested in this kind of pondering about what Dallas means and how that sort of relates to what's happening in the New Testament, um, I can genuinely recommend um, the book that I wrote, The Kingdom Among Us, um, in which I, for 500 pages, ponder these kinds of issues and think about how uh, the kingdom of God comes together with the kingdom of Christ. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, look around, make sure you get the best price for it. But um, I'm proud of that, that work, and it will help you if you're interested in that sort of thing. Um, and if you just want to keep reading The Divine Conspiracy with me together, then subscribe and come on back next time. I will see you then. Bye.